Radio. Hey, and that's how we'll start this podcast. Like we're doing Phoenix Down Radio. Twitch for Twitch's Phoenix Down Radio. Welcome. To We're not Phoenix Down Radio. To not Phoenix Down Radio, but instead the Problematic Sticker Podcast. I started it weirdly because I am the weird and this is problematic. The weird. Um, so much feedback, so wow. Um, much feedback, much wow. So. Well, is there anything like me to read out? Let me just say hello to all our fabulous hosts. We've got. Tim, Tim with us. Hi. How are you, Tim? I'm Tim. You Thanks are for... Tim. How are you? Tim because of genetics, and that's what his parents named him. Yeah. That's too much about Tim. I tried to go back in time and rename him Steve, but they denied it. If then they I asked me how I time traveled, and I said, somehow. If I could find a way. If I could turn back time. Yep. I can turn back Tim. <laughs> well, to be fair, that's not a question. There's Tim. You can easily that turn one back stings. Tim. I liked it. Uh, and we've got a Klaus, as you can hear from Hi. the words. The words and the, the thing. He, he the makes thing. sounds with his mouth. Hot. <laughs> and they are beautiful. Uh, <laughs> so how are you, Klaus? I'm all right. Are, have you gotten enough rest is the question. Is that a sentence that can be asked about me at any time ever? True. <laughs> ben, have you been sleeping? Yes, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, this weekend especially, I mean, we've had a lot going on in the, in the Final Fantasy side of things, and yeah. you've been keeping weird hours because of it. Yeah, half, half five on Friday, six on Saturday. So what's it going to be tonight? Probably earlier, hopefully, because sleep. 24 hours! Look, this isn't extra life. I'm not doing that. That's true. And, that's and, and but to be fair, extra life is like 48 hours for me, not 24. Because you don't sleep to, to start it. Yeah. So. Well, because it starts late at night for me. That's why. That's true. Yeah. You can always take a nap. That is true. That is true. Uh, I bought some really hot ramen for extra life this year. So. The sun. Yes. Style? Yeah. I'll have to get a couple more packs. I'm down to one. I bought the I bought a pot of it, like little ramen pots. Um, it was six pots for ten quid, so not bad. Yeah, not bad. Um, Just prepare so, to have your mouth burned. You oh, I can't it? wait. I was going to try on the podcast, but I forgot. So maybe Damn, next dude. time. Um, anyway, we've got a Klaus. How are you doing? I am well. Are you like I said excited from yesterday? Are you finally buzzed about the Daddy of Light? I am dancing mad. Ah. Uh, for anyone that knows, Daddy of Light is a movie based on a blog that's based on Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. It's and I'm a, cool with that. Yeah, that it's a very think, sweet thing. Yes. The, the blog was amazing. The TV show yeah. on Netflix was really cute. The fact that they're making a, a two-hour movie out of it that's being actually filmed right now yeah. and will be released in Japan on June 21st. I think that is very neat. Yep. Just before Shadowbringers. Yeah, I just didn't think they needed to announce it when they announced it. But again, that's just my opinion. That's fine. Anyway. And we've got Neil. On Twitch.tv slash Phoenix on Radio. Yeah, Twitch.tv slash Phoenix Radio. And we've got Neil. You've got me in an advisory. You've got Neil. 
You've got Neil. How yes, are you I, doing? I do splendid, thank you. When I'm not being cut off by the... Oh god, <laughs> Did it literally just happen? <laughs> when I'm not getting cut off by the... Oh my god. By the evils of... The gods of irony. <laughs> Am I gone? Am I here? You, you were gone. <laughs> you were gone. Now you are here. That's just, yeah. And now he's back. That's brilliant. How'd you do that? I don't know. Magic. Not the kind of magic I can control, but it's magic. <laughs> Fucking magic. Uh, so, Neil, while we've got you in this plane of existence for a bit, have you been watching any anime? Have I been watching any anime? Pokemon related, because my son is... You know what? Pokemon's cool, so I'll accept it. Well then, yes. <laughs> That's the answer. But... Good choice. Oh, very limited. Very limited. The only animated anything I've watched recently otherwise is uh, Deadpool Robots on Netflix. Ooh, I want to watch that. Nice. Good. But it's not Japanese. Are you looking forward to the One Piece live action? I don't, I, I don't need a One Piece. <laughs> that is my general feeling on the old I just can't wait to see how bad it's going to be done, especially over how much budget it's given. It's given like ten million dollar budget an episode. They're also doing the Avatar, well, aren't they? Yeah, yay! Yeah, I know. Again, I know not anime, but uh, just... well, it's based on anime, so. Yeah, but those no, because they're Nickelodeon. Oh yeah, Nickelodeon. Uh, yeah, Avatar's Nickelodeon, isn't it? Well, they use the style. They try to make yeah, it they... look. I, t- I tell you what, it, it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. Uh, Legend and Avatar are like the best Japanese animation and Yeah. yeah it's it, the Power it, Rangers of anime. No, it, it definitely <laughs> better than the Power Rangers of animation. You take that, Jack. Please, please. I, I, I think even my son would punch you for saying things like that. Uh, and we've got Gary if he's actually here. Gary? Yay! Yes. Welcome, Gary. How are you? I'm alright, how are you? Tired. So I'm only doing intros and I'm going to shut up for the entire podcast. Um, it's everybody's dream come true. I know, it's oh. the best day ever. <laughs> It's that one person on YouTube that said that. He's like, oh, why is Chili on this? Get him off. Drop him. So I'm like, yeah. Good boy. That person is obviously wrong. Yeah, it's a problem. The more popular you become, that's it. The more people get. I asked him why should I, and then I think the comment got deleted. (laughs) Ah, Good times. Anyway, Jerry, have you had a good week with the animes? It's been pretty good, yeah. Nice. We didn't get to see any of the dailies. Oh, This is going to be a very short podcast, and we've got no weekly and no dailies. Do, 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 boo, boo. <laughs> Anime, we did it. Good work, everyone. See you all next week. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? No, no, I watched the Bubblegum Crisis. I just didn't watch the oh, I thought you fairy said... tale. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was confused too. I thought you didn't watch Public Home Crisis. I thought you'd, you'd... Yeah, we thought that. 
Because I haven't seen most no, of them. No, sorry, no, no. I watched <laughs> that. I watched Fairy Tale. By oh. Okay. Well, we need to talk about Boruto anyway. We haven't yeah. talked about that in like a month. Yeah, it's been a while. So, do you want to, well, do you want to start, Klaus? Making me do the work? Oh. Yes, that's fine. Um, so, I think where we last left off, they had just finished that little uh, um, oh, okay. uh, parent-child day arc. And now we uh, are moving on to uh, some tiny little uh, um, kind of one episode. Like slice of life episodes, you'd call yeah. it. A little bit of uh, um, character growth episodes. Um, yeah. The first one we get uh, called Blood, Sweat, and Namida. Um, kind of, it's uh, talking about Team 15, which is uh, um, one of the uh, members of that, Namida. She has, her jutsu is called Cry. And it basically, when she gets upset, she emits an ear-splitting sound that basically uh, knocks out everybody around her. Friend and foe. So she needs to be very careful when she uses that because she could actually take out her uh, um, her allies or her teammates. And uh, yeah, that wouldn't. That's not good. Nice. So they are uh, um, on a mission, and they're trying to uh, um, protect these merchants um, from these bandits. And they end up protecting them. But after she cries and knocks everybody out, including the merchants that they're trying to protect. So they're like, I need to do something to improve myself because this isn't cool. When I, lo when I lose my cool and I get all upset and I start crying and everything just goes wrong. And I'm like, ah! Oh, so, no, we're all, no, we're dead. Yeah, exactly. Now we're all crying and dead. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she wants, she spends the, in, the episode uh, getting stronger. Um, Hanabe... Uh, their uh, the captain she helps to train her and uh, work on her water jutsu skills and she starts to get pretty good at it um, using uh, chakra control and uh, being able to um, control the strength and distance she can shoot water it was actually kind of nice to watch you know them improve that way and it, it was good on her teammates as well because they all wanted to improve as well since they saw that Namida was working so hard to get better and get stronger so she's not relying on this uh, this cry. So mm. then they uh, they finish and they get another mission to protect more merchants um, who have a very old scroll from the first Hokage that they need to uh, get to wherever they're going. And they are ambushed by that same band of, uh, of brigands. And this time she's able to use her... Um, she tries using her water jutsu, but unfortunately they are also water-type users, so it's very ineffective. It's not very effective. I get it. Haha. <laughs> anyway, so they end, she ends up um, getting upset, but the chakra control allows her to basically morph her cry into a very fine line so it's a very powerful cry that goes a very long distance and knocks out the boss who's running away with the scroll and uh, yeah and so that turned out pretty well except at the end then they come back and more of them come back and or, um, and she ends up using the regular cry again and everybody gets knocked out and they're at the end they're all like what huh it's, it's, it's pretty funny 
That's pretty cool. Uh, the the, the episode time. after that was Shikadai's decision. Oh, um, this was a good one. The Nara's clan chief elder, which I've forgotten the name of. If did we even get a name? Yeah, they got a name, but like I said, he was just a one-off. Yeah. He just introduced for this particular episode. Um. He tells Shikadai, um, which is uh, Shikamaru's son, he should quit being a ninja and try and become a politician to try and increase the reputation of the uh, clan, um, which is known for its um, shadow clone. Uh, what's it? It's shadow. What's it? The shadow strangle jutsu. Enchu is his name. Yeah, I guess. that's it. I found it. Um, Shik- As we know, Shikadai is quite a lazy ninja just like his father though his father was always lazy when he was younger um but his clan is known for its intelligence and i guess it would be a good idea for him to run for a politician um but he was hesitant uh but considering his father's position he accepts it and yeah it's been a while since i saw this episode but yeah i remember some of it (laughs) Uh, so basically fact... what ends up happening at that point is they say you know that if you want if this is what you want to do but you know what you should yeah. talk with your friend first yeah so he goes out and he tells his friends he tells uh, um Inojin and uh, um chocho yeah. and they're all like they're not happy with it but you know yeah. they, they do trust shikadai um yeah. and if that's what he really wants then he goes and talks with uh, Bor- uh no he doesn't talk with boruto don't he think he talks to Boru. no not at all um, he ends up talking to um, some of the other teams, and he ends up uh, getting in touch with Denki, um, who whose father is like one of the one of the CEOs of one of the biggest power companies in uh, the Hidden Leaf Village. Yeah. And Denki was at the um, power plant that they protected at the beginning of the episode because it's his job to kind of oversee that plant, actually. Yeah. So he was in there. Um, taking a look at uh, all the, mich- the generators, making sure everything's working well. When one of when it fails, and uh, they have to work together then in order to get it to work. And it, in order to do that, Shikadai has to rely on not his shadow paralysis jutsu, but the wind jutsu that he got from his mom. And uh, he uses that in order to get a. Um, Wind so we're turbine. basically getting an arc where they're learning to use their secondary typings. They're, they're learning to rely on not only their main stuff, but yeah, but you know, to be more well-rounded yeah. as as uh, shinobi and as people. Yeah. And uh, they end up getting this started to uh, break the feedback loop in the power generation, and they save the uh, the power station. And it's at that point that Shikadai realizes that hey, yeah. you know, I shouldn't just rely on one thing. You know, I have these gifts that I got not only from my dad, but from my mom, and I should utilize them fully. So he decides he's going to do that. He's going to work on wind and shadow, and he's going to continue to be a ninja. That's cool. Much to uh, Enshu's chagrin, but you know what? He's a backer. Well, to be fair, he'll never be back in it again. (laughs) So... And then the next episode that we got uh, was, was about the birds. The cursed forest. Yes, it, it was. Uh, um, the birds. The, the, it was uh, Alfred Hitchcock's uh, classic movie in the Boruto universe. Just <laughs> uh, oh, now I was thinking of Android 16 from Dragon Ball. 
where oh. he loves the birds. <laughs> no. Oh, you're talking about that first guy? Yeah. <laughs> the ornithologist? Yeah. Uh, oh, that guy was something else, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, I do like it for the fact that we end up getting uh, a character coming back that we haven't seen in a while. Jugo. Yeah. Uh, that was the... Exp uh, yeah. It's been ages. Yeah, he was one of the guys who was uh, experimented on by Orochimaru, and he yeah. had a cursed seal that... Uh, no, that's I thought. Transform. Yeah. Yeah, he had a yeah. curse seal. Yeah, he did. Uh, anyway, they, well, that's uh, how he. They, how that's how Watcher. That's how Ultramaru. How because he was the. That was how Ultramaru got the curse seal, wasn't it? Because he, he extracted it from Jugo. From was Brightly. that where it was from? Yeah, uh, he was hmm. the experiment on because Jugo's clan is naturally very good with. Well, not it's not. It's not they're not good with natural energy, but their bodies absorb natural energy. Yeah. And then the uh, they would go crazy after a while after absorbing too much. So Orochimaru used his his body to sort of test on to create the curse seal, and then once he'd mastered it on that, then that's when he started using it to experiment on other people. Yeah, that's where yeah what Sa yeah like Sasuke's curse seal, which okay. absorbs natural energy. That's why they could use Jugo's cells to heal Sasuke. Interesting. I, it's been a while since I've seen that part of Naruto. So, yeah. uh, anyway, they they uh, um, have a mission with Team Fifteen. They're going out to uh, investigate the birds. Um, some birds that are attacking villagers out in the forest. Um, but before they get to their their mission briefing, they encounter this guy who's climbing a tree outside of an apartment complex with a pair of binoculars, and and Boruto's like. Oh my God! It's a peeping tom in the middle of the day, really. So he throws a a, um, a kunai at him, knocks him out of the tree, and when they get there, they see this guy, you know, is on the ground, holding a bird's nest. <laughs> he likes the he, birds. He was trying to save this uh, rare uh, long-tailed swallow's bird's nest or something like that. Um. So anyway, so they. <laughs> He apologizes for, you know, doing that, but it's like, and he, they watch the guy as he licks the um, nest. I like to lick the swallow, too. Mm. <laughs> he, he gets so much more out of it when he can taste it, too. Right? <laughs> hey, that was his phrasing. <sighs> um, so then they're late to the briefing, and, and Sarada is, is mad. Um, but it's uh, she's Sarada. always mad. This hurts fine. She's always yeah, yeah. Just like so they got Sarada and they got Team Fifteen and um, Konohamaru, but uh, no Hanabi. She mm -hmm. is uh, helping with another mission, so it's going to be Team Fifteen and Team Seven, both led by Konohamaru, um, and a special uh, guest who has very special um, set of qualifications. Yeah. He's very special indeed. He's the ornithologist from earlier. He's so special, he licks things. What? <laughs> I like, yes. yeah. The guy that they that they knocked out of the tree is their special guest. Yep. Yay. I like the I like the part when he licks the poop. Mm. <laughs> I, really wish like I, could, I wish I was making that up, but I'm not. They don't show it, but it's implied. Because everybody's like, ew, he just licked poop. Uh, well, you had to find out if it was fresh poop or not. 
and if it was actually with uh, um, if they were actually eating that those spe- special berries yeah. or whatever. But anyway, um, so they end up getting close to this village and they hear these um, weird noises and they're attacked by these really weird looking birds. They look like demon ducks. Don't you think? A little bit, yeah. They're kind of webbed feet and they got funky um, bills and they're they're pretty big, so they look like demon ducks. Quack. And then yeah, they're all quacked up. And as uh, Boruto is investigating a little deeper in the forest, he is attacked by a a, a beast-like monster who is um, has very strong earth and wind jutsu, it seems. He's able to uh, um, manipulate air in his body to basically create this huge crater and uh, almost uh, knocks Boruto out. But uh, uh, fortunately, Nue... Um, What's her name? Summon. Summer. Okay. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the, the like the fake Sumire, tail yeah. beast. Yeah. Summary. Yeah. Summary. Yeah. Summary. Uh, yeah. They 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 uh, scare him off and uh, are able to get um, Boruto back to the rest of the group, but uh, they, and they end up saving this villager from these demon ducks, as we call them. And uh, they bring him back to the village, but he's not feeling well. He's uh, got a high fever, and uh, he, his pulse is really rapid, and he's just not doing well. But neither are a bunch of other villagers. And uh, turns out they're all starting to develop a curse seal on them. Oh, well. And one of them wakes up from their uh, their coma, basically, and starts attacking um the, the shinobi and uh they were trying to keep it secret from the rest of the villagers but well that secret's kind of been uh knocked out, out of the bag at this point and then jugo shows up in the in the village and uh basically he draws the villager with the curse mark away and um when boruto catches up with him and finds him the villager no longer has a curse mark and is just laying there, yeah. and Jugo is gone. Or no, he's he's there, but he's kind of being. He's like, stay away from me, and he runs off. It's pretended to a kid. Uh, I don't know if you is remember the, kid, the fact the that enemy likes the frosting. No, I don't know if you remember, but uh, Jugo can heal people, but when he heals people, he turns into like a child form for a while. No, he was developing a. a um, a curse of his own. All right. He had absorbed, like like we talked about earlier, he absorbed the the curse seal of yeah. this villager. But yeah, but then, that that um, could have been what triggered his child form, though. I don't think he was a child, though. Well, if he didn't want people to see him. No, he he didn't want Boruto to see that he was getting this curse mark again. Okay. Because they had seen him as normal. Yeah. Like I said, he was starting to get the, the, the cursed um, yeah. mark over the back of his neck and, and face. He didn't yeah. want him to see that, so he ran off. Okay. Um, but they're too smart, and they, they follow him, and they find that he has been hiding in this cave. And um, he after he'd absorbed the curse mark, he ends up transforming again 
into the same form that he fought against earlier. Uh, yeah, it's weird demon and, form. I actually like Jugo's forms. They're pretty cool. Yes. So, Jugo isn't behind this, but he is somehow involved? We'll find out more next week. Yeah. Because I haven't watched this week's episode yet. Yeah, that went live today, March 24th, on Crunchyroll. Go check it out. Sub for your, your um, instant, what do you call it? Simulclasters. Or wait until it's free in a week later and watch it with adverts. So go check out Crunchyroll.com. Not plugged. Wish it was plugged. Hashtag not a sponsor. Hashtag not a sponsor. Hashtag, Hashtag wish sponsor. we were sponsored. Hashtag sponsor me senpai. Hashtag sponsor me senpais. So, I guess... I guess that's the weekly's done. Good work, everyone. So then next week, you guys will talk more about the fairy tales? Do, 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 do. We scared everyone off. Yes, yeah. I will. Yay. <laughs> Uh, so, I guess you guys will talk about Bubblegum Crisis. Did you not watch it then? I did not watch. I tried. I, something about the animation put me off. I did not like the art style at all. It is very different. So I tried. I really did. But I, I, I don't know. It wasn't for me. I'm sorry, Gary. It's very 90s. Yeah. It really is. So, I, don't know, I can watch Dragon Ball and that's very 90s, but that's only because I grew up with it. That's so, also a very, very special art style. Yeah. So. Time for Gary's turn to talk. <laughs> Gary's turn. Hey, Neil's got, they watched it too. And uh, Tim, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I Klaus. got through 22 episodes. There you go, see? 22 and a half. Now I can have a nap and shut up. It's what the viewers <laughs> wanted, really. Balls. So. Um, alrighty, uh, Bubblegum Crisis, Tokyo 2040. Uh, obviously takes place in the future Tokyo uh, after a big earthquake has destroyed uh, pretty much a lot of the city. Um, the Genom Corporation, a big, massive uh, corporation, creates these machines called Boomers uh, as a workforce to rebuild the city and, um, I guess, try to save as many people as they could, but mostly just to rebuild the city um, and get rich by doing it. Uh, eventually, they start producing Boomers uh, for everyday work, like cashiering and supervisors in offices really eliminating a lot of for humans. Um, but something is wrong with these boomers. Uh, some of them start to go rogue uh, and they start attacking and killing people. Uh, while they go rogue, they also kind of go through kind of a transformation, which we find out what causes these transformations later on. And uh, it's because of a specific metal that they're all created. It's um, Reader Repulsa, come on. That's Reader Repulsa, yeah. <laughs> Um, so the Genom Corporation also has, uh, created a specific police force called the AD Police to deal with these rogue groups. Uh, 
the problem is though that the wrong boomer situation is getting a lot worse but because getum has control almost all media the media is not reporting on it um which kind of hits close to home stuff as well <laughs> with media being controlled by certain things but yeah so the ad police is there but they're not that useful like it takes them a very long time to control destroy a robot. uh luckily there is uh, a vigilante group called the night sabers who are vastly superior to the ad police and are easily able to defeat uh these rogue boomers uh, and that's kind of where our story begins uh lena one of the three main female characters uh comes to tokyo she's part of a uh, a family who is mostly farmers. Uh, she comes to Tokyo to kind of become a night saver. She she hears about them, rumors and blogs that she reads about. It's still kind of a myth. Nobody really knows if they exist or not. But she wants to become one, and it leads her to Tokyo. And of course, stuff happens that leads her to encounter uh, a rogue boomer, and eventually she. Pretty much deduces one of the, the, the characters that she encounters named Pris is one of the Night Sabers, and she follows her uh, to pretty much the base of the Night Sabers and ends up joining them. And yeah, that, that's kind of the premise of the story. And a lot of the, at least the first half of the show really deals with them kind of taking on these rogue boomers. But there's always uh, a lot of hints and a lot of scenes and that that kind of show you this overarching story that, that they're building to with the Genom Corporation and they're 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 now kind of moving into controlling energy. Uh they're building this massive satellite that's gonna monopolize uh uh energy uses pretty much. Uh, I believe using the sun's solar power. Um and because of the dwindling resources on Earth now. They're they're pretty much Genom himself, uh, Rosenkreitz, I believe his name is. He he's pretty much in it for the money, and we we learn a little bit about him and his backstory to to a lot of the stuff that's been going on. Um, but there's also Mason, his vice president, who has his own little scheme that he's brewing up, and it gets into a lot of the later episodes. What the, the, the big roles a lot of these characters play uh, before the big earthquake and obviously after it. Um, but yeah, uh, Ben mentioned uh, he wasn't into the animation. I don't see how he couldn't be, personally. <laughs> um, I think the animation is fine for its time. A lot of the anime, I believe at least, from what I've seen at the time period, uh, was kind of using the same style. Yeah. Dragon Ball, of course, is a very unique style to Akira Toriyama, but a lot of, a lot of I guess you can say mass-produced anime at the time, really used the same type of style. Um, yeah, still though, that opening to this is just genuinely striking. I find it. It's very much up shows up the inventiveness of that era that you could have such uh, you know, the 
ways of showing stuff. And I think just the way it presents the whole future cityscape does, I think, make, it is honestly really just fucking amazing the way it's done there. So I, I think you can criticize the animation in general for being quite, you know, that's a, similar to things. But I think does it really well. And when it needs to show what it needs to show, it And I think we lost Neil again. <laughs> it, it kicks him off because it doesn't want to be told. Damn, I, I wonder why it's doing that solution. Where did you lose me? You said the the style for the time. I yeah, style for the time yeah, is fine. It, it, for this, because they punctuate it with really good storytelling through visuals in, in that opening alone. Right? They show everything they need to show to set you in the place that it is. Uh, and I think very few, even TV shows, don't manage that. So I, I think you, you can say a lot about the animation. It puts its point across very well. Mm -hmm. And I think what really sets, at least for me, what really threw me into Bubblegum Cry, I watched it a long time ago when it was on the Stars Network, actually, they at the time, they had this anime sequence where it played from like 11 p.m. to about 2 p.m. where they just showed anime, and this was one of the shows. Um, and I watched it, and I, 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 I fell in love with it pretty quickly, actually. And I think one of the things that really drew me into it was actually the story. Um, and it, it may be kind of a story where we've had bits and pieces of of it we've seen in other media it's it's mostly a story about pretty much machines acting out against their servants which are humans um or yeah and machines are pretty much slaves and and we get a really good understanding of that in uh i guess the second to last episode where we find out like the big big true motive of the main big bad in the show um and I think it does a really good job of, of really giving you an understanding of where the world is at the time that it's taking place. Um, obviously, the big monopolies, big corporations controlling everything. Um, but also, like, the character development. Each character, I believe, gets a very good amount of screen time and a great backstory. And I cared about all of them. Even a lot of the side characters, uh, I felt really, they did a really good job with a lot of them, especially like characters like Leon, the 80 police officer, and you know how much he hates, you know, the night sabers because they're, they're kind of making him look bad. Um, and then how he kind of evolves as a character. And I feel like it does that a lot of the characters in the show. And even some of the more annoying, like I, when I first watched it, I really hated Celia's character. Um, like she's always angry. She's always acting out. Why is she just like one-sided character? And we learn why that is uh, through the story and what happened to her, um, and what her real motivations are. Um, I'm not saying it's all perfect or anything, but I think it it really does a good job in, in almost all the aspects of what it's trying to do. Um, yeah, I think it's. A lot of stuff that has come since. 
you were pointing out the way the goes. So many things are taken by this. Maybe not even done on this one. I think it deserves more credit than it gets. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and, and you know, it's it's mostly an all female cast. Again, I absolutely each one is each of the characters is very very unique. Like you know, obviously Pris is kind of the hard ass character. You know, Lena is you know naive, but yet I want to be the best. And then you have Nene in a way who's just kind of the child character, but she's also very smart uh, at what she does. She's you know her hacking ability. But we all see how well they complement each other in the show, and how they can't really do anything on their own. Like they always need the others to help them out. Um, the relationships that all the characters build around each other, each other, I think, is really good. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying. Yeah, it's just again, you have so many shows now doing that sort of thing. It took a long time for a lot of things to catch up. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you know, then you got the bloomers, who I think are a very interesting uh, choice of enemies that that they take on because, you know, we kind of see some of the things that cause them to kind of go rogue. I guess we saw the one with the, with the waitress. Um, yeah. she, you know, she spilled coffee. The guys like, clean up my, my spill by waking it, and then. She kind of the, the 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 boomer starts to kind of get this weird urge to start cleaning everything with her tongue, and and it just starts causing her to go crazy in a way. You sure um, this wasn't just a video of Tim? <laughs> I wish it was a video. Of Tim. <laughs> I know that coffee would kill me. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, but we, I'm talking about cleaning everything with your tongue. But we see what really starts causing them to go this way, and it's pretty much the way they're being treated by people. Um, you know, here's a, a group of machines that was created to rebuild the city, and then once it was rebuilt, all of a sudden everybody started spitting on them. They didn't want them anymore. Um, it's kind of one of those things where you kind of feel for them, even though they're machines, they're not supposed to have feelings. Uh, but, but we see kind of what starts causing them to have these kind of emotions, I guess you can say, which causes them to go rogue and act out. Um, I think another one of the striking moments for for me, with the boomers at least, is the sound design that they chose for them. They're rogue. Like, the screeching, screaming that they do is very distinct, very unique. Um, it, it kind of was kind of, gave you goosebumps sometimes when you heard it. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I've kind of rambled on a little bit. Uh, what about Klaus and, and Tim? What, what did you guys think of the show? Tim, you go ahead and go first. Oh, shit, son. Oh, um, well, I have conflicting opinions on this show. And I think a lot of it comes down to not the time it was created in, but the time I'm watching it in. Yeah. Because um, when I watch this anime, I see something that runs along like a combination of Neon Genesis, Evangelion, and Cowboy Bebop mm -hmm. kind of being put together into something that would be a, uh, like, because those two were hot 
at that time. So they were trying, I feel like they were creating something in that vein to capitalize on an idea they already had. So they, they want to take this idea and adapt it to something that people were liking and they put sure. it in that together. Sure. And it would have been one of those, like, one of those animes that you stumble across back then because there wasn't much. And you go, oh shit, this is kind of cool because nobody knows it and I want to talk about it. And now it's, um, Watching something like this now doesn't have that same type of energy because there's so much to consume that it. You kind of I I watched the I watched through 22 episodes, but I found myself often zoning out because it does a lot of things that uh, a lot of things that other play other shows have done, and I mean that's how all media is really. There's nothing that's unique, but. Um, I don't know the um, I think that because the world building was really cool and some of the characters were really cool I really I don't for some reason I really related to Lena 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 yes like how she was so willing to not deal with people's shit like she would she fucking scaled a building to stop someone on a motorcycle I love that shit. I, I, I really love uh, the way that a lot of characters are depicted and created. But, and even the world, the world is really well built. I love the concepts that they put into this movie. But the thing that constantly took me out of it was the quality of writing. And it was very just like, let's get to point A, from point A to point B. Um, here's a little bit of a, a laugh filler. Here's this, here's that. And then, a little bit of like sp sprinkled here and there were these like quality hitting points, and I feel like they were writing around those. Um, so like I don't think that the writing was given enough time day to really make it into something that this world and this concept deserved. Because I, I, I wonder if it's the writing or if it's the translation at the time. Yeah, like, that's did you watch the, the English dub or did you watch the Japanese? We watched the dub, like whatever, what you let us, uh, what you recommend yeah. on uh, Funimation. By the way, I just want to do something quickly. I've bought some ready hot ramen that <laughs> is supposed to be really painful. So I want to take my first bite while we're recording. So I'm going to take a bite now. Ow. Oh, intermission. Let's go for it. It's been nice knowing you, Ben. That guy just got my lid, Ben. Oh. I want some hot stuff, baby. This is what you did. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> he just died. <laughs> <laughs> he just died. I should not have put the whole packet in. Pack it up, pack it in. Let me begin. Okay. <coughs> this is you, for you Susan Sprinkles. The, you didn't just dump the packet in your mouth, did you? No, I dumped the packet into the thing and mixed it up. Okay, as long as you didn't just... The only time I've had this tingle in my mouth is when I've eaten a ghost pepper. So this is about the equivalent of a ghost pepper, I think. Ooh. It's not as bad as they're saying online, though. It's very hot. It's painful, but it definitely has a flavor. The reason it's so bad is because it's an oil-based sauce. Yeah. So I would give this about a seven. I love how you were able to just come back from it like that. I kind of respect a lot. I respect that a great deal. Like, oh, I'm dying. Oh, uh, objective opinion. <laughs> I'm also kind of frightened by the whole the idea. That... Yeah, like you were really ready for this somehow.
I've been looking at it for the last three minutes. It's been in front of me, so. So it takes you three minutes to prepare for mouth scalding pain. Well, wow, no, I had no. The, the the ingredient said, put boiling water in it. Wait four minutes. So. That, that was the ingredients. Oh, no, yeah, the cooking instructions. So. The ingredients so. mix everything together. I didn't. What put kind the, of ingredients is that shit? I didn't put the sesame seeds in just because I don't know if that were my allergies. I didn't want to right, risk it. Right, smart. Um, that's smart. So yeah. Anyway, anime. Anyway, Thank you for anime. that Brought to you by Ben and his dying mouth. <laughs> you can buy this on Amazon. I bought six packs for ten quid. Jesus. I but mean, yes, we were at translation, and whether it was. That's a really good point. I yeah. hadn't even considered that. I'm sure Klaus watched the Japanese dub. So actually, can... no, I, I watched it dubbed as well. That's oh, the only you did. You could find it. So at, while we're on this question of dub, I, I mentioned when we started that, that some of you may hate Nene's voice. Was I right or wrong about this? She was fine. She remind, I, She's a voice actor in something else, and I could not place it. That's actually what irritated <laughs> I could not place where she was from. Hillary Hug. That doesn't help me. Um, <laughs> she is... Uh... That's, uh, okay, I'm bringing up her. Uh, doesn't help me either. Here. Let's see. I'll start listing something that she's been in. Um, a car. Full Metal Panic. Um, Teletha Tesserosa. Um, how do I not know that? For, how do I not know that name? Angel Beats. She's Yui. Angel Beats? That's an anime? She has a lot. I mean, she has a huge filmography, actually. So. Okay. I don't know. I guess I'm not sure what you've watched. Let me send this to you. Well, who is he? Who is she? Who is he? Who is she in um, Full Metal? Teletha Testarossa. Why is that name not clicking? I sent, anyway, I put the link in the Discord. So you can get, dig through it. But, oh, uh, is that. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, Full Metal Panic. I kept thinking Full Metal Alchemist. Who's that? Oh no, not, not, not Full Metal Alchemist. Dude, I got to tell you, there was a period of time in my life where, and I think this is be attributed to the fact that anime was so scarce back then. The fact that two animes had a similar title like that threw me off every single time. I had to think about it. It's like someone say Full Metal. I'm like, what Full Metal? There's even a jacket. <laughs> Okay. But yes, and, and, and anyways, yeah. Um, I I actually didn't mind voice acting in this at all. Uh, I think the English dub was actually very well done. It was all uh, right. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I I, I, I particularly liked uh, Rosenkreutz's voice, and Mason's oh, voice a... actor was really well done. Yeah, dude, he was such a dick. His voice actor depicted that really well. Mason. Uh, Rosenkrantz. Rosenkreutz. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Gildan's head of Geno. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, for for the most part, I thought it was it was very well. There there's some hits and misses there. I thought uh, Lita's voice actress uh, was was good for the most part, but she had some lines. That... Yeah, she had some lines. Yeah, <laughs> she sure had lines. Um, yeah. Now this is kind of like a side thing, and it really has nothing to do with any sort of objectivity or opinion, uh, valid opinion whatsoever. But and this is not a fault of the anime, 
but every time I heard the name Nene, I could not accompany <laughs> with Watch Me Whip. Thank God. <laughs> it was awful. It was awful. I mean, Shitty like music it. has ruined my life. Luckily, I watched this before that was a thing, but yeah, unfortunately it does have yeah, it's no fault of the anime. I fully realize this, but circumstantially, I am—I was caught in a pile of shit for every time her name was mentioned. Um, just to mention, you were saying earlier about you know the fact that you watched it at this time had an impact probably on how you felt. And yeah, it's a very true thing. I just to relate this uh, recently, I recently uh, watched the film Rashomon which has had such an influence on so much of cinema in, in the years since it came out in 1950. Whoa. And, you know, because it's telling the story in flashbacks, the unreliable narrator, and all those tropes, they come from there. They come from there. It, it, it's just... And Ooh, unreliable it's narrator, you say. Yeah. Well, it's it, because it's, like, it's telling you, this is what happened, but you're going to hear it from different perspectives done and it's set in feudal japan would you write that name for me rashomon i'll, I'll do it yeah that, that's exactly like writing <laughs> it is telling <laughs> <laughs> me you don't have your fucking like do your fucking mini just there to tell to listen to what i say no uh, okay. i failed you i'm sorry that's right i'm american i'm lazy do it for me <laughs> rashomon Anyway, yeah, Rashomon is... I could uh, not have guessed that, dude. I could sure not have guessed that. that. <laughs> Was that like yeah, pig Pokemon? Pokemon? Rashomon. Oh, man. I, you make a lot of people sad. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my mouth's on fire, okay? That's the most entertainment you're going to get from me right now. I set if, my mouth on fire. If it wasn't for the director, Akira Kusara, uh there would not be a lot of American including the spaghetti western that's a that's a franchise i've always wanted to get in this is going to sound really stupid but spaghetti westerns are something i've wanted to get into thanks to bob's burgers <laughs> and i don't want to say that that was like the beginning thing but i um because i've seen um i've obviously seen um oh god what's it called um the kung fu hustle and I know that's not a Western, but I've seen it. I know it's like that. And I've also seen The Good, The Bad, and The Stupid, a Korean film. Weird, weird. It's Good, Bad, and The Weird. There we go. Yeah, Good, Bad, and The Weird. And I love that stuff. And I feel like Spaghetti Westerns would be right up my alley. So now that you've yeah. mentioned it, I had to say I something. Mean, yeah, and Clint Eastwood is so effort as well. But, but, but before you watch them, watch Rational. Watch any Akira Kurosawa if you can. Because he makes mad films. He, ma yeah, Not he, happy made films. Films. he made films that influence other films. It, it, it's just, he is so much, but if you watch them, having watched everything you've ever watched in your life since you've been influenced by it, you're like, Knock. uh, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. But it has a dilution by default because yeah you've had that you've got right. help uh, oh god what am i thinking of? there's a film in particular i'm thinking of here because it's not just that film but like uh 
what's it called? Mm. It, it was a Kurosawa film that's basically a major influence on George Lucas and Star Wars. Okay, I I'm sorry. Like I don't know why I made just just made this connection, but that song "One Week" that's what Kurosawa. Yeah. That's, that's Kurosawa. Kurosawa. <laughs> oh my god, I'm such a loser. <laughs> oh, well, I'm <laughs> Woof, I suck, dude. Anyway, um, oh. the, the film The Hidden Fortress was like a big influence on Star Wars. But to watch it now, it's like you get how it influenced Star Wars, but also the impact of Star Wars somewhat because you watch Star Wars. It, it, it's unfortunate. Uh, and you can't help when you were born and when you watched things. So it's just, it's unfortunate. That's it. That's all you can so say. you're telling me that by the end of it, I'll be like, Simpsons did it. Mm. That's what you're telling me. Star Wars oh, did it. Simpsons did it. Oh, it. It's amazing what I've discovered with Kuros. His films really did influence so much of Western filmmaking. It is unreal. I thought it, the, it, his films are celebrated for, yeah, he has done so much that works, even up until, like, he started in the 40s or like the 80s and still made, like, what you would probably consider, if you hadn't watched other films first, five star films. But the fact that you have watched those films first, because, you know, just the way culture is in, in the West. Just, yeah. It dilutes what could be very special. Uh, and I think for me, with Bubblegum Crisis, I, I saw that before I saw the thing. It influenced, you know? And yeah. maybe that, that, that's why it's more special to me than it is for someone watching it now. So I can totally get why you would. Okay, I'm going to weigh in on this a little bit. You're talking <gasps> yeah. about the um, influence. Tim had kind of alluded to this a little bit. A lot of animes in the 90s were all very similar. You look at Cowboy Bebop, you look at Outlaw Star, you take Bubblegum Crisis, they all have very similar tropes, very similar storylines. Um, they all kind of leaned on each other. One would, would take the story, they would go, and the next one would take it and improve it a little bit, and so on and so forth. And I think this is where we get... Um, Bubblegum Crisis is kind of in that mix mm-hmm. where it's taken some of the similar tropes. Like I, I see a lot of uh, similarities to Bebop. You know, you've got, you know, Nene kind of reminds me of the, uh, of Edward, the, that character. Yep. Um, and you've got, uh, you know, Spike. Side, side, side. And uh, I think Spike would kind of almost be like, <laughs> what I name, um, me? Like, yeah. like Pris, really. Uh, I kind of think. And um, so, I mean, it's being I saw Bebop first and it came out first. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So I, I don't, I, I may, I may, it's actually one of the things I checked. Like, I wanted to, before yeah. I got into the conversation, I wanted to talk about it. It wasn't much before. I mean, Bebop came out uh, in early t- uh, 98. This came out late 98. 99. So, 98 to 99. Actually, it came out in October of 98. And Evangelion came out in 96. Yeah, so a lot of it came from even... Yeah, Evangelion did it first. Oh, actually, <laughs> Bubblegum Crisis came first because Tokyo 2040 is a retelling yeah. of Bubblegum yeah. Crisis from 1981. That's right. 
And, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Simpsons yeah. did it. Simpsons did it. <laughs> the Simpsons did it. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. my mistake. 1987. That's right. Man, uh, that's wow. as old as I am. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, it ended in 1989. Uh, that, maybe this is where the confusion lies. It is very much a point where anime was being discovered by the mm. And it really doesn't matter what did it first and who's what. Exactly. Like, no. like what like you said, Klaus, like it's very important to know that a lot of anime back then lived off each other. Like they yeah. it was it was an industry that was trying to make itself work and through that they had to almost work vicariously. Like they had mm-hmm. to get a foothold to establish each other, not just themselves. And it was in namesake that they had to do that. And then a lot of luck of the draw and then however it was managed to get, you know, Obviously distributed in Japan and then distributed throughout the world. However, sure. because that was kind of just a, a crapshoot back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. But yeah, especially in this country where you, know, you only get certain things at a certain time. In like first like the big green life. dub? <laughs> you mean the best dub? <laughs> Shut up, Ben. No, no, but like um, here. This is, this no, don't do it! This is an all-star was special because... It was one of the first things you really got to see in this country in terms of anime. That, you know, it was an adult anime, not Dragon Ball Z, not Pokemon. It was something that was like. Inuasha. Yeah. yeah like All the Tsunami animes. Yeah. So, you know, it, it really does depend on what you saw first. And, and you can understand why people put, find one show beloved over another. And why well, anyway. Oh, that's not funny. What's that hard? being said. I'm also like Tim. I'm mixed on this. There are parts that I really liked. Um, a, much of the art style was fine to me because, like I said, I'm I'm very used to '90s anime, and mm-hmm. I, I, I I like the hand-drawn styles. I like the way it flows. I wasn't as big of a fan of the suits personally. Yeah. Um, it, 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 I think that that um, Final Fantasy VIII drew its uh, influence from some of these suits. Oh yeah, you know this is probably why I love Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> <laughs> the I, truth comes out. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, if you, if, if you look at if you look at Celia's suit, it looks very much like an S time soldier. Hmm. Yeah, right, that's, that's, it had to go full circle in the Final Fantasy, didn't it? Hashtag. Mm-hmm. By the way, I really wish they'd remaster eight. I would love to play eight again. Eight is one they of my favorites. Everything. You know that. They I'd like to play eight. Period. But let's just lay cards on the table. That eight is the best without shadow down. Okay, I can't make an opinion, but there's moving no back to the anime. Yeah, eight is okay, but move, <laughs> continuing on. Um, I had. I, I, have, <laughs> I did have major problems with the way the story was laid out. Um, it was the anime was very hard to get into right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it doesn't make sense until you're very deep into the, the late teens, early 20s in, in the episodes. Sounds yeah. like real life. The first few episodes really, you know, they, they determine whether or not you want to continue to watch it. And I had to struggle to keep mm-hmm. going. Yeah. And I think, again, that comes back to, you know, if you watch it now, it is very much a case of you have been spoiled at this point by so much we have we have a, a glut of anime that we can watch yeah. and, and if we don't like something it's not for us we'll go and find something else back in the 90s we didn't have that luxury so you, yeah, you it took was, it and you liked it 
it was much easier to withstand some of the drawbacks of older yeah. anime back then. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I used to stay up to like stupid o'clock in the morning to watch this shit. You know, that is stupid o'clock in the morning? But, but that's basically, you shouldn't be awake if you have a job uh, that starts at 8 o'clock in the morning. You, you should not be awake now. Uh, that's anywhere between 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock in the morning. And I used to often do that. This Fist of the North Star things. And it, yeah, because it was a rarity then. Now, anime is everywhere. You, you can get anime on tap but less than a price of burger and a pint, you know? So, why not? You know, but then, it was precious. Yeah, it was expensive. Yeah, I mean, was, you had yeah. to buy very expensive VHS or DVDs in order to yeah. get this, and you only got ha! two or three episodes. Hey, or, Klaus, you thought we even got those here? <laughs> well, or, I'm just talking about my experience back in college. Sure. Or, in our country, you were lucky that the channel would show it. Yeah. We, yeah, we oh, did yeah. get Dragon Ball on VHS and DVD until 2011. Yeah, Sky was the only place that I think. Yeah, you that. couldn't buy it retail at all. Yeah, we had yeah. limited bits on TV, like with Toonami and, yeah. and, and stuff like yeah. that. But there were a lot of other animes available, but you had to go to places like Suncoast. I don't know if you guys remember Suncoast. Oh, yeah. And you'd go to those. They had anime sections, and you I would spend hours in there and, and, and look at that and and then walk out because I'm not spending $20 for one DVD. Oh my god, hashtag. Yeah. But, to be fair, uh, that's about the same price they are nowadays. <laughs> that was real. I, I remember there was a place called FYE that we would go to because mm -hmm. they had used ver uh, used DVDs and stuff. So that's where we'd go for anime. Uh, or uh, or yeah. maybe eBay had just started, so maybe you could find some deals there. Oh, um, yes. Any other things you wanted to say, Klaus? Aside from all of those things, like I said, once you finally get into the story, it, it does start to make more sense. It does become a bit more interesting, and I will end up finishing this. I'm halfway through 23 as we speak. Um, it's actually sitting up on my screen right now. Um, so I will end up finishing it, but like I said, I had to slog through the first you know, seven or eight episodes before it started to get interesting. I do think some of these subplots were kind of tacked on, um, like, I think it actually would, might be a little bit uh, better if they didn't just force on these romantic subplots that are in there. But yeah. Aside from that, like I said, it, it's not a terrible anime. No, it's, it, it's just, it's a very 90s anime. Yeah. You were you were very right, Gary, when you said that the first half, you, want, you, you recommended getting to the second half before stopping. Yep, and that's yeah. the reason why I kept doing it, because you said that it's going to be tough. So it's like, okay, I will slug through this. I will try and pay as much attention as I can. But like I said, it was tough, I will, I will admit. Yeah, I, I can totally understand that. If, if I had been coming into this now, I'm sure you've heard how critical I've been that way in the past. It, this would have been a very tough watch had I never watched this before. But yeah. I wonder if this was part of the issue that Gary had with um, Cowboy Bebop. Maybe. No. No. Yep. Yep. I, I'm sorry. I, tell Gary. Myself that. <laughs> well, Gary, I hate to tell you, Gary, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I, I have I had similar reservations on Outlaw Star. Yeah. yeah. I can't watch that one anymore. I watched a bit of it back then, and I still wasn't that super interested. So I can't wow. watch it now. 
want to. So you defend Outlaw Star the way we defend Cowboy Bebop. And that's not really a war. Because they're both we're, we're highly all acclaimed. on the same side, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But at least we can all agree upon Evangelion. No, no because because Gary's never seen it and he's never gonna like it because it's it's coming to Netflix. I have to see it then. I, I never got the chance to see it. Yeah, it's coming to Netflix okay. in June, I believe. Yeah, apparently okay. I'm gonna have to watch the Japanese version. Anyway, that's basically all I had to say on it, so yeah. And Chili finished the ramen. He's alive. <coughs> or not. As he starts choking. <laughs> yeah, just in time for his own demise. Brilliant. Uh, well, hopefully he stays long, alive long enough to at least hit the stop record button and put this up. Yeah, we, we would like that. Uh, but, I mean, if, if you did enjoy it, uh, there is a cool spinoff called the AD Police that they did. Uh, which kind of just follows the AD police uh, and shows you kind of their perspective of dealing with and stuff. Very fun show. Like if you like the episodes where uh, Nene is trapped in the AD police building, Watch um, and the boomers are kind of coming out of the the, the storage area, uh, you'll you'll if you like those episodes, you'll like the AD show. It's pretty much kind of like that. Yeah. I would like to say that. I feel like the statements being made with the show by calling the, the the creations that need to be eradicated boomers. <laughs> because I know there are generational divides and I feel like there is something in that with that Technically name. aren't they called boomers? Boomers? No, the boomers. Well, yeah, boomers. There's a slide in the in the actual show where they're talking about it when you know when basically um, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no, it was it was a translation error. I it, it it's supposed to be boomers, but during the translation it became boomers. It's kind of like the over nine thousand in Dragon Ball Z, where sure, it should have been it's over eight thousand. <laughs> I I think given the time it was, yeah. Uh, that's a very happy act. Yeah. Well, I, I know there's a lot Kinda of issues like that you got with R and L as well, but I'm just addressing that because it, I, I don't think that that was an actual legitimate thing. No, 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 no. no. That they're okay. boomers, but I'm it, like. It, it really was just a happy uh, I I should also mention every title of each episode, the titles of each episode, is either a title from a rock song or a rock song album title mm -hmm. uh, which is you know, the only other thing i can think of does shit like that is jojo where everything is fucking music based you know is that a jojo <laughs> reference yeah well cowboy Cabo bebop as well yeah and uh samurai shampoo it's so good yeah well to be and, fair though that's the same director so it's only natural yeah. Yeah, Bebop yeah, and, and Shampoo were done by the same. And there's a lot of them. Bubblegum Chrysler, they used uh, Led Zeppelin, they used the Eagles, Jimi Hendrix, the Ramones, Pink Floyd. So, Is there yeah. any wonder that Hideo Kojima sets with that kind of thing? No. Yes. No. 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 Maybe. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> You're not the boss of me now! <laughs> and, and, and of course, so can. 
Masayoshi Soken from Final Fantasy. So much yeah. music this year. This so week. much music. Yes, kind of great. Yeah, and you're not uh, so big. <laughs> Life isn't fair. <laughs> I love that movie. I love that show so much. I don't get sick of it. There were worse shows. That's for sure. Oh my god. So let's wrap this up. I think. Because um, Chili needs to go wash his mouth out. Well then, Gary, <laughs> who who's in charge of this episode? Come on, I am. On. Well then, get on, Gary. <laughs> out of ten. Yes. Out of ten, like I said, I enjoyed it. I said uh, out of ten. Gonna... Oh my god. <laughs> Eight point five out of ten. How much? Eight point five. Yes. Okay. Tim. I think seven. Neil. Nine. Klaus. I gotta go seven as well. Sounds like numbers. Um, who wants to do this week's anime? Tim, did you find one for this week? No. Um, I did one recently. Neil, do you want to do one? Do I want to do one? Yeah, do you want to pick no, one? Seriously, yeah, come on. Yes, you do. I, of course he does. I don't have the time to think of anything. Fine. I, mean, I can pick another one if you No, Klaus. <laughs> I'm not going to be here next week, probably. <laughs> yeah, but we can still talk about it. Okay, then, because it, a new season just came out, I'm recommending High Score Girl. Okay, fine. High Score Girl. That's, We're doing that. That's it's on not... Netflix. Nope. High okay. Score Girl. Let me check that's actually on Netflix. But... Wait, yes, I want to see this. It's amazing. It's ac- Ben, it's, it's actually like... done by Square Enix. That's it's sweet. like... A bottle of '90s arcade lifestyle. Yes, it's it is it is fabulous. High score girl. This. High score girl. Don't take my word for it. High score girl. High score girl. It's look words are hard right now. Okay. Um. <coughs> what word? Yeah, Breathing it. sounds hard. Yeah, it is. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I think it's secondly. Um, yeah, I mean, I may not be on next week, but. So far. Nice. Times is hard. We could give us a message what you think of it, maybe. It sounds interesting. So. I can read. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it actually has uh, footage from the actual games. Oh, that's a good... It's, it's... Yeah, it looks... Like, real weird. games, uh, real talking about real consoles. I mean, it actually gets in-depth with discussing the games themselves. I see Street Fighter 2 mentioned here. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of games. Like I said, no, it, is, it is a treasure trove of 90s arcade. Yeah, man. And um, console. Oh, beauty. Yeah, I'm looking through this episode list, and it is fantastic. This is, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yes. the, the, the real beauty of this series is going to be in, in the interaction with the main character and the, 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 the uh, sub-characters that come into it. So, shout out, Gary. Shout out to you guys, uh, Neil. Thanks for being on. It's been a long time, as always. Uh, shout out to Fonzie, to Chris, uh, Klaus. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Um, yeah. Uh, Listeners, as always. Neil. He's been absorbed by the void. No, not the void. So close. 
the void. No. Neil, go ahead. Go, Neil. Was I next? Sorry. Yeah. I, lost it. I lost it for all of five seconds, and it must. <laughs> it's like, um, Dead Pixels BD on Twitter, please. At Nesco, N E Z K O on Twitter. That is me. Follow us there, please. Thank you. And thank you for everyone for having me. We missed you. We missed you. When I'm not here. Klaus. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, we should talk to you when you're not here. Just kidding. Um, Neil, good to have you on again. Um, Neil's so shitty with all his good opinions. <laughs> he makes us look bad. So I'm so sh I'm so shitty that the internet comes out to, to book. <laughs> no, your internet cannot handle your awesomeness. Yeah. Uh, shout outs to to Ben, to Tim, to Gary, amazing co-hosts. Thank you for, as always for having me. Shout outs to Anime Detour coming up this weekend. Um, March 29th to the 31st, I will be hosting a panel, so you want to be a podcaster. I'm hoping to do uh, broadcast it live on twitch.tv slash Radio, and hopefully Ben will be joining me on Yeah, that, I can so. give them a tip of don't eat really spicy ramen while recording a podcast. No, no, do it. That's, like, perfect. <laughs> it, just don't do it during this uh, uh, panel, please. I promise um, not to. Like I said, and if I get home on time, um, I'll hopefully be able to join you guys. But uh, otherwise, I will be uh, regaling you with a whole bunch of tales from the, the anime convention with all the different uh, cosplays nice. and things like that. Uh, shout out to all the listeners. Thank you for listening. And if you want to follow me, you can check me out on Twitter at PHXDN underscore K-L-A-U-S-S. And he really means check out. Yeah, check him out. Is that a JoJo's reference? Everything's a JoJo's reference. Even saying that is a JoJo's reference. I can't remember. Did I have Tim to show out? Not yet. Tim, do your words. I guess a big thing, I'm gonna since this is an anime podcast, I'm going to bring up video games and say that I really appreciate Ben and Klaus for helping me get through a bunch of random low-level stuff in Final Fantasy XIV. I almost said Kingdom Hearts. Uh, in Final Fantasy fourteen, I appreciate it. It's been uh, oh, you're welcome. a big help. Ha oh, ha! You guys, get in the van. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you're welcome, Gary, for for the cool uh, for the cool recommendation. We ended up having a really sweet conversation about it, so I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And we weren't um, all just agreeing on it, which is really nice to hear. Mm -hmm. And Neil, for being basically the symbol of sex as we know it. <laughs> then uh, Ben for being the spiciest bastard in the world <laughs> and Fonzie for being like just the just the guy with the craziest life stories in the world he is Jojo in real life yeah we, we... is that a, not a Fonzo reference <laughs> is Jojo's <laughs> a Fonzie reference <laughs> yes <laughs> I'd like to shout out to everyone that's listening. Shout out to Neil. Thank you for being on. Uh, shout out to Klaus. I hope to join you for Anime Detour next week. I look forward to the uh, panel. It'll be the first time I've hosted a panel, so it'll be interesting. Be well, co-hosting. So, um, if, I, if, if there's problems in it yet, good luck. I know you'll do well. Um, a shout out to Gary and Tim. Thanks for joining us as always. Uh, shout out to Alfonso. We miss you. So until next week, if I'm still alive, which I probably will be, because um, I'll end it with time to because. poop some Hadoukens. Goodbye, everyone. After those doodles, I don't think that's what's going to be happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>